Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. Hello, everybody. I came in a little early on that, huh? Um, or did you just bring it down a little too slow? No, I'm perfect. Yeah, no, okay, so you brought it down too slow. Uh, welcome once again to another, yet another, and an endless amount of episodes <laughs> of Get Rich Quick with Josh. And Noel, you are in a hell where every day you wake up to a new episode. Uh, like if you, at this point... <laughs> Uh, did we finish the intro? Did I say well to, with Josh? I, you didn't. And even, you did say Noel. Yeah. Okay. All right. You 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 because I didn't get you cut me off before I could say right here on radio. All Free right. Brooklyn. You guys, we're we're I looking for get a that winner in. this week. <laughs> we we were discussing seconds before we started the show what the worst episode we put out was, uh-huh. and I couldn't think of anything. No so Josh decided so he was going to make it tonight. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what happened subconsciously. All right. I'm gunning for this. All right. I have so little today oh. to give on this topic. It's all you need, though. <clears throat> it's all I need is yeah. so little. Yeah. All that I have. Are you saying all that I have is all that I need? It, or I don't need to do much? You've distilled it to <clears throat> its essence. Right. You're right. Right? When I, I, I feel like perfection for me will be mm-hmm. when... My concept, my idea, yeah, is one word, <laughs> and you go, yes, yep. Afterwards, that's gonna my, happen one day. Hopefully today. Oh, my hopefully. idea is uh, four words. Okay, one, two, three, five words. Okay, yeah, that's it. Um, anyway, this is a show where I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noldeni. <laughs> I was trying to count off words, trying to figure out what your idea is. I'm not going to do it now. I know, but I'm trying to figure it out. <clears throat> oh, okay. Um, where I just, Ruben, and you know, they come together <laughs> once a week over a single topic. Uh, 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 and from that topic, a wellspring. Yeah. Usually, a wellspring of ideas uh, explodes. Yeah. Out of our fertile minds. Yeah. We may sound super rehearsed, <clears throat> but we're not. No, we've just done these little bits. Like when you hear Noel uh-huh. do, uh, uh, not you, because you are Noel. Yeah. But when you, the listener, hear Noel rattle off everything Boom. <clears throat> in the middle of the show that has to do with uh, Radio Free Brooklyn and giving money yeah. and getting in contact with us and introing the tip of the week. Mm-hmm. He's been doing it the exact same way <laughs> since the first show. That's I remember true. when he did it on the first show, uh-huh. I thought you actually wrote it down and rehearsed it uh-huh. endlessly. Because as sort of all over the place as our first few shows were, yeah. that was the only place where it was just like laser focused. And exactly the same. Hey. It was so professional. I want money. <clears throat> and it's when you go into your radio voice, yeah. too. Um, but, uh, yeah, nothing here is rehearsed. Nothing <laughs> here is generally thought out. Uh-huh. We extemporize. Sure. 
or yeah. Anyway, um, where was I in the intro? You were just telling them that they tune in, they get rich, we give them ideas, they give us ten percent of everything okay. they make. Yeah, there you go. That's that sums the it deal. Up. That sums it up in a nutshell. Uh, have you been, Noel? I've been good. I have been good. Um, <clears throat> was thinking about something. Mm-hmm. So when I was a kid. I don't know, were you a kid who hurt yourself a lot? Oh, uh, you know, I didn't hurt myself a lot, but when I did hurt myself, it was pretty serious. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember one time I like was I was the kid who would like run and trip and fall and mm-hmm. stand up, and I had knocked both my front teeth out. Oh, really? Yeah, and but knocked them out badly enough that they were mangled, uh-huh. but they had to be pulled, right? So they didn't knock them out cleanly. I then had to go to the dentist oh. and go through the process of having. My two front teeth pulled. That stinks. <clears throat> but it was before my permanent teeth grew in. So I knew a guy w- at school who would tell a story about when he was a kid, and he and his friends were out riding their bikes and like doing jumps off a ramp. Mm-hmm. And the kid, like, w- what? Not my buddy, but his friend, wiped out and somehow got his testicles caught in the chain. I've told you this story. I think. I told you this story. So, well, then it's happened air, more than once on air, but it was nothing. It had nothing to do with the chain. Well, we, then, then that's not the same story, huh? Everyone's got a story like that. Then I guess, yeah. Because I went with a kid. Uh-huh. This happened where we were. So we lived, uh, or we, my my family and I, my mother, my stepfather, guy she was living with at the time, and okay. I lived at the top of this mountain called Mountaintop in St. Thomas. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Very inventive, yeah. I know. It's not not, not the best naming. Uh, uh, <clears throat> but it was a pretty high high mountain. Okay. And uh, my friends and I had bikes, and we would bike down, and there was, like, nothing on the edge of the, of, of the, the, the road. Uh-huh. And it went down into just this deep ravine. Yeah. And uh, we, were, we would tear down sometimes. Sure, you're going down a mountain. And, and we'd never make it back up. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, we'd have to hitch rides and stuff like yeah, that because it was just, we were kids and yeah. getting up was, but we would just shoot down. We were getting close to the bottom and we were rolling down and, and one of my crew, group of friends, loses control because uh-huh. we were going way too fast and he shoots off the mountainside. Uh-huh. Uh, Into uh, the ravine Down towards the ravine, but there's all these trees growing up out of it. Oh, and okay. He smashes into a tree. And he's wearing shorts uh-huh. and no underwear, and the shorts get caught on a branch as he's sort of tumbling down, uh-huh. and it rips his pants up, and the <laughs> seam of his pants, it's so forceful, it tears his scrotum open. Oh. And his nut falls out. Oh. That's... I, uh. That's not at all the same thing, by the way. Well, it's, you know... It has to do with nuts and bikes, that's all. Right, well, yeah, but I'm sure your friend's thing was that his friend's test scrotum got torn open, No, it didn't get... As far as I know, it didn't get torn open. Oh, it just got caught. It just somehow got caught in his chain. That's crazy. It's like getting your your ball sack caught in your zipper when you were a kid. Did you ever have that happen? (laughs) Uh, I got my wiener. Okay, you got your wiener caught. But, you know, I went through, especially younger, you go through your phases of... Not wearing underwear. Yeah, and then you zip up, and you're not fully aware of the placement of everything. Yeah, and I used to get, I used to get my shit zipped up in my uh, uh, that scene, and there's something about Mary where he gets his 
balls caught yeah. in his zipper. It brought it was like PTSD <sighs> moment for me because yeah. it used to happen to me all the time. And how, how many times does it have to happen though before you're like, all right, I see the point of underwear. I, I didn't. I didn't like underwear. Okay. I was. I, I. I was a commando kid. All right. Till I moved up to New York. Even full you time. saw testicles ripped open. Yeah, and you're I was still like, I don't kid. care. I was a commando kid. Put them on the chopping block. I it don't was, care. It was the '70s. Mm-hmm. It was on a Caribbean island. Every man in my life didn't wear underwear because <clears throat> they were all, you know, drug heads and hippies and stuff like that. Uh huh. So it was just like that's just you just didn't wear underwear. All right. Sometimes I'd wear a, a, a bathing suit underneath my shorts if I knew I was going swimming or to the beach later. Okay. But that was it. But my mother would have to come and take pliers. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> grab the zipper pliers and yank it down just yank well because she couldn't do it with her hands she needed something to really grip onto the zipper thing she became a pretty big pro at this this happened to me like four or five times <laughs> in my childhood <laughs> it takes me a while to learn things Noel in case you haven't figured that out yet I'm a pretty stubborn fella I guess so uh-huh. uh huh yeah most people, it doesn't take that long, and they're like, no, underwear. They're like, I get it. Underwear, I understand what it's for, or I should make sure my balls are tucked or, in yeah, before I... Should I, do a, I should do a double sh- check. should just be more careful, yeah. not be distracted while I'm zipping yeah. up my pants. Do a little tuck. Yeah. The worst was when I got... I don't know what it would be called. I mean, so the area between your balls and your asshole is your taint, but you know that, that little bit of hang between your balls and the shaft of your penis? Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's just that area there. There's that crook there. Okay. Like, two two of the four or five times, I got it caught right there. Oh, yeah. Josh. Yeah, it hurt. It hurt, dude. It <laughs> anyway. Hurt. It hurt. There's nothing weirder than being, like, six years old uh-huh. and looking down, and your penis is in excruciating pain, and your mother is on her knees <laughs> in front of your penis. Dude. Just yanking a zipper off of it. So many neuroses were gr- <laughs> <laughs> just you 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 fostered them. Oh god. Yeah. Uh so I didn't do that. <laughs> but I did hurt myself once. I was at school. I was probably like in grade two. Mm-hmm. And uh I was on like monkey bars and I was, you know, whatever, talking smack or something like that. Um, and I fell and I bit my tongue and it split up the middle. Oh, like, so like, like, like wide, like a snake tongue. Yeah. That was, that's a thing now though. Don't people do that intentionally? (laughs) I would have been popular because I had it and I had to go and get stitches in my tongue to sew it back up. Huh? And as I walked into the school, I just had my hands cupped underneath and they filled with blood and were like overflowing oh with blood. It was, it was a lot That's of blood. Awful. It was a lo- Everyone got out of my way. Yeah. Yeah. If you oh. ever need to get through Ooh. a crowd, guys, just bite your tongue. Bite till your it tongue. Bleeds. Let the blood pool right mm-hmm. out over. My cup runneth over. Your cup runneth over. Yeah. I had that happen. I was working at a club called the Village Gate. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this is like I was like 19 years old, and I was down in the basement <clears throat> going to the office, which is where the office was, and there was a big show going on. You know, the basement of the gate was the big theater, and it held probably like 400, but with standing room, there could be up to 600 people in there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was some salsa jazz thing going on. It was really hopping. And <clears throat> I left, walked out of the office, and I went. was going back upstairs, and I sort of ran 
And I was just feeling like energy, and so I jumped, but I didn't realize there was a low-hanging mm-hmm. thing over the stairs that I was jumping. And I smashed myself yeah. right at the top of my head, like and really like almost cold cocked myself. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, oh. And I'm feeling around. I'm like, oh, there's a big lump there. There's a big lump there. And I'm walking up the I'm walking through the room and people are sort of looking at me and making space, but it's dark in there. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I'm still sort of like a little in shock over how hard I hit myself. Yeah. And as I go up the stairs. <laughs> people and we're getting in the light people are like looking at me like what the fuck and i'm like what's wrong <laughs> and if you had torn your pants off and your scrotum <laughs> fell out <laughs> yeah right, exactly and uh, 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 one of the waitresses runs up to me with like a bunch of napkins uh-huh. and starts putting them on my head and my whole face is covered in blood like a professional wrestler you know like when they cut themselves but it hadn't gotten in my eyes so i was completely unaware of it yeah. it had just run down my face to about the 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 top of my cheeks and i looked like a, people were like did someone hit you what happened what happened i was like i smashed my head into a ceiling <laughs> <laughs> very embarrassing. So then I had to go to the, the, they made me go to the hospital where I got like stitches, but then they wrapped my head with so much gauze, it was oh, like a turban. You look like the, the invisible man. I look like an idiot. I look like an idiot. Look like a mummy. I had, I have, I, I mean, I have a scar. It's probably maybe an inch wide. It took uh-huh. like five stitches or something like that. But like literally they had so much gauze wrapped around my head. I was like a Sikh. Cool. Eh, it wasn't that cool. I mean, it's cool if you're a Sikh. If I eat too many uh, <clears throat> like sweet tarts or something like that still. You start to bleed? No, but it it's rough on my tongue <laughs> and it still hurts where the stitches were. Oh. I know. I'm sorry to hear that. I know. You should massage your tongue to break up the scar tissue. Well, Do you have feeling in your tongue? Yeah. Does it affect your taste? No. You sure? Yeah. Excellent taste. Did you have to do any any exercises or physical therapy to get the tongue back in working order? Nope. You have to do like tongue twisters or anything nope. like that. She sells seashells by the seashore. Nope. Do you know that you that one cannot say toy boat uh-huh. three times in a row fast? Toy boat. <laughs> I can't even, <laughs> say, can't even it say it once. I tried doing this like toy, ten times. Toy boat. Toy boat. No. <laughs> yeah, you can't do it. No. Yeah. Um, which is all pertinent yes. to today's uh, topic, Noel. Yeah, because today's topic is tongue twisters. The worst topic you've ever picked <laughs> I don't pick for them. a show ever. I, Josh picks all the topics. I throw out suggestions and he right. picks them. So if he Noel ever... suggests every Noel suggests every uh, 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 topic that we have on the show. Yeah. And what happens is, is so he forces me to be involved in anything to do with the show other than the actual sitting down and recording it, uh-huh. I have to make final decision. Yeah. But Noel will give me a small list, usually two or three ideas. So yeah, they're all his four. ideas. Two or three ideas. Okay. They're all his ideas, right? And then I just, because I don't give a fuck, <laughs> I will just say whichever one sort of strikes me in that moment well you know i do have to say but you've got a knack of picking the worst one (laughs) (laughs) you do (coughs) squirrels was a good one yeah it was squirrels was a good one i'm I'm, I'm on board with that yeah i don't like picking the ones that are going to require me to do 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 too much research you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. like we've had ones that probably if you had someone who knew the topic better Mm -hmm. than i did 
uh, would probably come up with some great ideas. Yeah. But, you know, the superficial level of research that I do and my, in, my lack of memory and my inability to, like, actually hunker down and study something yeah. uh, would all lead for it to be a terrible show yeah. on my end. You, of course, would have a good show, which is all you care about. Um, you don't care about the overall quality <laughs> of the show. You just care that you come off well on it. Dude, you caught your nuts in the <clears throat> zipper one too many times, it sounds like. All and- my life. My whole <laughs> life is just basically <laughs> a series of of uh, uh, catching my nuts in my zipper and then yeah. having them torn down by an angry woman. Yeah. PTSD. <laughs> That was terrible. Anyway, Noel. <laughs> anyway. Tongue twisters. Tongue twisters. Possibly for me. <laughs> I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again. Okay. The hardest one. It's so hard that I really didn't come up with much of anything. Okay. But I got, you know, whatever. You got some gems. I got I got elevator pitches, yeah. as the people in the biz people say. People love the Vaders these days. The Vaders. Yeah. Anyway, Noel, anyway, how are you going to get rich? I'm going to tell you. So tongue twisters, right? Took a look at tonguetwister.net. They've got a collection of English tongue twisters. Mm-hmm. Right? Going through, going through, going through. One on the list was picky people pick Peter Pan peanut butter. Tis the peanut butter picky people pick. Mm-hmm. Which we all remember well from the Peter Pan peanut butter commercials. That's correct. As youngsters. Those of us that were youngsters at that time. But those of us that were youngsters at that time. Back yeah. in the days when you, you had perennially had your wiener cotton of zipper of your pants. I think Peter Pan was a thing more after that. Oh. I don't remember Peter Pan being a thing like being a product till I was like almost, you know, till I was a little older than yeah. catching my penis in my zipper. Okay. Peter Pan caught his penis in his zipper. Peter. <laughs> 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 uh, so I... Read that, and I remember that as a kid, and I thought, man, the ad exec who created that one must be pretty proud. I would think, yeah, creating a modern tongue twister. Yeah, right? Tongue twisters are perfect for advertising because they're fun to say, they stick in your head. But, you know, truth comes to it, uh, if I hadn't seen it, I never would have thought about it again. So I thought, how can we change that? And I started looking around for others that can be used in ads. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them was clean clams crammed in clean cans. No, I'm going to say no. I'm not using that for a product. Why not? What if the product is canned clams? Clean clams, yeah. Crammed in clean cans. No. Uh, one was... <laughs> one one even, was erased... Even though that is a perfect tongue twister yeah. for a canned clam but advertisement. But a bad advertising campaign. Their clams are clean. clean. Their cans are clean. You're getting a clean product. Yeah. In this day and age where our oceans are poisoned. Okay, if you use it, you owe me, but... I don't uh, owe you shit. You do. You already owe me. <clears throat> no, whatever. What, one, another one was 1-1 one, one was a racehorse, 2-2 two, two was 1-2, one, 1-1-1-1 one, 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 one race, 2-2-1-1-2. Two, two, one, one, two. No. I <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna say no. I'm not doing uh-huh. it. Yeah, no, that's not a good uh, one. Right? It could be for a racetrack, mm-hmm. Belmont. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I decided then I'm gonna go rogue and start looking around for some of my own things. So I started looking up uh, hamburger tongue twister, 
And you know what most of the results you get when you search for hamburger tongue twister is? What? Seems for some freaking reason, <laughs> a lot of people out there think hamburger tongue twister is a tongue twister in itself. Hamburger tongue twister, hamburger tongue twister. It's not. It's not. No. But it's not uh, that's twister. what you get for all your <clears throat> searches. Uh-huh. Hamburger tongue twister is a tongue twister. What's a tongue twister? Hamburger tongue twister. Say it three times fast. Hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> you know what might have put this in my head? What? Uh, over Halloween weekend, mm-hmm. or just after, actually, uh, <laughs> my girlfriend played me this. It was some like YouTube thing or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was of someone in Mexico. It was two people, and one person's trying to tell the other person how to say Happy Halloween. And the woman <coughs> could not say Happy Halloween. Was she it was trying like, to say it in English? Like, was in it English. A, a Mexican yeah. woman trying to say yes. it in English, it's not a, in Spanish? Some, a Spanish okay. speaker trying to say Happy Halloween. And the person's <clears> like, Happy Halloween. And she's like, Happy Halloween. Like, it was like a thousand L's in that word. Uh-huh. Happy Halloween. It was like, it was great. Anyway. Uh, so, uh, no hamburger tongue twister. Uh-huh. So he's kept looking. Uh, so many of the ones on there were plays of the woodchuck one. Uh-huh. Right? How many cookies could a good cook cook <coughs> if a good cook could cook cookies? A good cook could cook as much cookies as a good cook who could cook cookies. And was that already being used as an ad for, no. uh... Okay. I just thought it was such a blatant ripoff. It was like, how do you put your name on that? How many hams could a hamburger ham if a hamburger could ham hams? <laughs> you could do that, yeah. Uh, there was another one was how many cans can a cannibal nibble if a cannibal can nibble cans? As many cans as a cannibal can nibble if a cannibal can nam- cannibal cans. That's pretty good, though. Mm-hmm. How much caramel can a canny cannonball cram in a camel if a canny cannonball can cram caramel in a camel? What? Yeah. <clears throat> How many caramel can a candy cannonball many... cram in a can okay. in a camel? If a candy cannonball can cram caramel in a can in a camel. If a candy it's, it's horrible. It's just a horrible one. All right, fine, whatever. And then I realized Just cuz you can't do it doesn't make it horrible. Yeah, yeah. What do you think are the things that make up a good tongue twister? Like, what do you think the elements are? Well, I read it. So there's different ways, right? Uh-huh. Uh, one, there, one was things that are physically hard for your brain to do. One was uh, things that are uh, repeating sounds that then change so your mouth can't get around the change. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, read, I read one article. I never ended up using it, but I read a whole article on the art of making dirty tongue twisters. Ooh. And it was all about, don't say the dirty thing, make it an obvious thing that you're dancing around. So not like some hybrid, super rare, dirty word. Mm-hmm. You know, go go for the classics. Uh, dance around it, don't say it. And, uh, yeah, and then it had all the different ways it tricks you. Um So I realized that the Peter Piper peanut butter one is also a play on the Peter Piper 
tongue twister, right? The Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. You mean the, the Peter Pan? Peter Pan, yeah, yeah, is a play on Peter Piper, where Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers, a peck of pickled peppers. <clears throat> Peter Piper picked. If Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. How many pickled peppers did Peter Piper pick? Funny thing about that, the the that tongue twister is actually about someone. Is it? Yes. A lot of the earlier tongue twisters are actually sort of uh, ways of commemorating okay. famous people. Okay. And there was a French uh, botanist okay. named Peter Poivre, okay. which is French for pepper. Yes. Um, and he was he was the guy. <clears throat> he was a, a trader and businessman who brought uh, uh, nutmeg and clove to France. Uh-huh. Uh, he's very well known for stealing things. He would get like... The East India Corporation would let him go in to like look at some stuff, and then he managed to smuggle a bunch, lots of stuff, and then bring it to French islands and plant them on French oh, islands. Oh, good for him! And that was the idea that he got that he was stealing a pack of pickled peppers. Okay, because um, uh, apparently at that time all spices were called peppers. Okay, I heard that he got his. Uh... <clears throat> Nutmeg caught in a zipper a few times. <laughs> anyway, guys, I thought the Peter Piper one, it really, that one would be good for an ad, right? It ends in a question, so it piques your curiosity. Mm-hmm. It's catchy, it's well known, it's fun, but not impossible to say. Like some of these ones out there are just like, come on, moron. No one's saying that. Uh,. But the problem is it's for a fake product. You pick peppers, then you pickle them. Right? Or not. In Chicago. Maybe Jardinier. not. Maybe. At first thought was you can bottle them on the vine like Poir Williams brandy. Right? Where you tie the bottle around a branch when it's tiny. And then as it grows, it grows inside the bottle, so it's too big to go and fit inside the bottle. Yeah, you've used this idea before. No, I haven't. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. Yeah, you have. I'm not done yet. Okay. Ding dong. <laughs> and I've never made up a, you pickle things on a tree Well, with pickling, in a bottle. You've used the Poir Williams. No. Yes. For what? I don't remember. You but... don't remember. You cannot, you're not allowed to cut me down without remembering <laughs> That's horseshit. You what. do it to me all the time. No, I remembered I the cutting episodes, you down. I tell you. I wasn't cutting you down. I was just saying you've used this before. Anyway, guys. You like this so, as an inspiration. There's nothing wrong with that. the bottle around the branch when it's tiny. Uh-huh. Uh, before it's picked, <clears throat> you can add quick pick, pickle stuff into the jar mm-hmm. or the bottle, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And uh, the pepper can be picked pickled so you have an orchard where people would come and pick their pickled peppers yep yep and uh you can use this for flavored vodkas and the like right so pepper stoli pepper or whatever right uh Uh, so you could have a weekend getaway people pick pickled peppers and then they i don't know you have a still and they all make artisanal vodka and they add it in there or something (laughs) <laughs> or if you want to just skip the shebang and hit uh-huh. the mass market, uh-huh. I had uh, the other day, I had a pickle in a bag, right? So now you know how the new packaging now, everything you can get in a bag. Oh, like an individual pickle in a bag. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. So you could do that where you- How was that? Have a pepper. You put It, it was good. It okay. was good. Uh, you put the pickle, <clears throat> I mean, you put the pepper in the bag with some pickling spices, 
uh, when it's near done. And then you can just pick a pickled pepper in a bag. Uh huh. And then what would the advertising be? Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. So you wouldn't change it at all? No. I wanted, I wanted, the problem with the Peter Pan was, was it's a brilliant ad, <clears throat> but I had not thought of it until I saw it again. The Peter Piper one. When you were a kid, did you repeat that ad, though? Maybe. Or did you and your friends, like, were, was it, was it just, did you guys catch on and just do that tongue twister? Maybe. Okay. I don't know. But that's it, guys. Uh. Grow your own pickled peppers so that they can be picked. Make that lie of a tongue twister Mm -hmm. into a truth in your wallet. Why is it a lie? Because no such thing as picking a pickled pepper. Well, but it's it's what the definition of a pickled pepper was at the time. It's pickled. Yeah, but it was... It It clearly says pickled. It referred to may have referred to something different when it was originally done. <laughs> yeah, at least that's what it says in the in the histories that I've read. My armpit might be a might have diamonds in it. <clears throat> you know, she sells seashells by the seashore. Yeah, it's about a woman who was uh, collecting fossils, <clears throat> right? And was best known for finding this massive. I think it was an ichthyosaur. Yes, which no one had found a full. She and her brother but found the whole thing. Saying that you don't know if pickled peppers meant pickled mm-hmm. peppers means you don't know if seashore meant seashore. It could have meant hill. No, so maybe she was the, on a no, hill. No, 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 no. It's not the. It's not the same. It is. It's not. What do you got? <clears throat> I don't have anything. You do. I don't. You I have do. nothing. You <laughs> nothing. already told me. You I told have you. Stuff. I have. Okay. I have. It's, I'm just trying to draw this out. Okay. Longer than I can. I just want to say. All right. That was a solid idea. It was such a good idea that you used it twice. What do you mean? You've used that idea before. No, I didn't. Yeah. No, the, no, no. The, the closest I've done is what maybe you're thinking of this. Uh-huh. I talked about watermelons growing them and making them square. No, we've discussed that, and that's being done already. It's being done in an as an art experiment. <clears throat> no, not as an art experiment. In Japan, they sell square watermelons. I never talked about this. Yes, you Oh, did. no, 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 no. Mine was, uh, uh, what was uh, it? You uh, grow uh, things uh, in the face of a, in the shape of a, Face of a face, yeah. of, of like because be in that. But was... that's constraining the fruit to make the into a different <clears throat> shape. I'm not doing that. I'm I'm growing a pepper inside a bottle. But the inspiration comes from Poire Williams. From Poire Williams. Yeah. Yes. Which and with your whole growing it into the face, as I recall, I brought up the fact that that was also already being the inspiration done. for that <clears throat> was from the square watermelons. For Poire Williams was the no, square watermelons for the growing things in the shape of a face. No. Yes. No, I, I'll go back and listen. No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Noel, tongue twisters. All right, tongue twisters. Do tongue twisters really serve a purpose, or are they just a sad little child's game okay. from an old time when children had nothing to keep them occupied like we do today? You tell me. Our Apparently, kids, I don't know nothing. Our so. kids today uh-huh. don't need tongue twisters, do they? Uh-huh. They've got video games. Okay. They've got uh, TV, mm-hmm. they've got Kindles, mm-hmm. they've got their phones, they've got video games, mm-hmm. uh, apparently they've got pornography mm-hmm. on a massive scale like we've never understood before. So they don't need silly little games like tongue twisters yeah. to keep them occupied. They use their brains in various other ways. Okay. Um, but here's the thing. Tongue twisters actually serve a pretty good purpose. Ah. Linguistically. Oh. Tongue twisters 
help people to learn new languages. Mm -hmm. It helps them primarily with uh, uh, accents and figuring out harder words. Okay. Now, I always thought, for some reason, I don't know why, I just because I'd never heard any foreign language tongue twisters, I always thought it was just an English language thing. But it's not. I tried to look up uh, 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 countries that don't have tongue twisters because mm-hmm. I thought I would find tons of them. But I didn't. No. I found one. Really? There's a country without There's tongue twisters? There's a country without tongue twisters. Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> and it is the native language of Manila, or okay. not of Manila, of the Philippines. Tagalog okay. apparently does not have tongue twisters, which would explain why so many people who are learning the Tagalog language have terrible pronunciation skills. <laughs> okay. So what you're going to do, Noel Deneen, Yes. and I think you're the person to do this because of your facility with languages and accents. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Um, is you're going to create tongue twisters in Tagalog, uh-huh. and you're going to teach them yeah. to people who are learning Tagalog and make millions of dollars. Yeah. There you go. I like it. Lots of money out there, guys. Uh, you know what? It it may look like we do this for free with only the ties to support us, but we don't. And if you want to find out how else we can make money, you can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel show page, hit the sponsor button, pledge an amount, half that money goes to Josh and I. Keeps us in steaks and lobsters. That's true. That 50 cents each we get from your dollar. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, twenty-five cents. Twenty-five cents from your each. dollar donation. Steaks keeps us in steaks and lobsters. That's right. Half the money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. Keeps them in cat food. <laughs> <laughs> if you're like a big fan of cats, you can just go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com. Hit the pledge button. All that money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn. None will come to us. You get a tax break because Radio Free Brooklyn's a five hundred one c three organization. You get to feel good about yourself because you've helped support things like the uh, after-school education radio uh, program that they're starting. I, I realized when I keep saying this, when I say program, it sounds like a radio program. No, not it's to It's an me. after-school program yeah. where they learn radio. I guess some people could interpret I'm so used to when I hear an after-school program. Yeah. I just immediately think that it's a program for kids after school, not mm-hmm. a radio program. But I could see how someone would hear you, the way you phrase that to think that it is a radio program about after school kids. Well, it's not. Like, oh, we, we do have one of those. We have an ABC after school special. No, type we, we show. have a high school student who oh, has yeah. a radio show. Apparently, from what I heard, the big, the big news was that he broke a record. She. She broke a record by cramming a six piece band or seven piece band into our studio. Okay. Uh, uh, the equivalent of uh, eating a thousand goldfish, <laughs> or what were the the kids the college kids used to do? Uh, cram themselves cram into themselves a, phone in a phone booth, booth right? Or a, 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 a little car? Yeah. But that was the equivalent of that. It's a very small studio we have. Yeah. Good thing those teens are tiny these days. Yeah. Six piece band with instruments performing. Yeah. And her. That's great. So seven people and instruments. And if you ever saw the studio. It's little. And you can go to Radio Free Brooklyn and look at the studio. Yeah. Uh, 
Other ways you can help us out. Get the newsletter, Radio Free Brooklyn. Get the apps, iPhone, Android. We got apps. You need apps. Sounds like a match to me. Wait a second. <laughs> yes, Josh. This we is have a Radio apps. Free Brooklyn app? Yeah. We have apps. Apps. Multiple, multiple apps. Apps. What do we need multiple apps for? Well, if you have an Android or an iPhone. Oh, I see what you're saying. I thought there were multiple, like, you know. You have one is just for the radio part of it. The other is for other things. You don't need it because it does everything. <clears throat> is there a Radio Free Brooklyn video game that we can play? Uh, there will be one day. One yeah. day we will rule the world. And until then, we just give you ideas to get rich with. So many ideas. That ha ha ha. Tongue twisters? Not enough. We find a, a, a small area to sneak in another idea for you to get even more rich. So put that in your pickled pepper, Mr. Josh. And bottle it on the tree. And bottle it on the tree. Take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Money likes to be seduced. Money's attracted to seducers. Just like a woman doesn't like a desperate man, money doesn't like desperate people. Money's not attracted to desperate people who want it so bad because they want to make this money and show it off to everybody. No, no. Money seduce. You need to seduce money. Seduce money. And all of a sudden, money says, oof, I like this guy. I like this girl. Oh, my gosh. I'm turned on to you. Don't let money seduce you. You seduce money. It's funny that clarified a lot of stuff for me. <laughs> yeah. Because a lot of times I would just go to bars when I was younger uh-huh. and walk right up to money and say, want to suck my dick? Yeah. And money would be like, nope. No. You got to neg your you gotta, money. <laughs> you got to work a little yeah. harder. You got to seduce this money. Yeah, give that money some like, chocolate. I don't feel like negging is a se- an art of seduction. Oh. It's an art of manipulation. Really? Seduction, yeah. I, mean, I, guess I think se- you're wrong and dumb. You know, I was... You want me now. Uh, God, I can't stop <laughs> thinking about it, no. Um <clears throat> I was thinking about your uh 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 your the cat food thing. Uh-huh. Did I ever tell you the story about how my father used to go and buy cat food for his cats and every time he would be online at the store cuz literally all he would do would buy the cat food okay. and a book. And uh, cuz he liked to read the shitty books on the on the book racks and mm-hmm. the uh and and I would go with him sometimes and we'd get to the checkout and he'd have like 20 cans of cat food on there and he'd look over at me and just loud enough so like a few people could hear would go, oh, we're going to eat good tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and it was such a dad joke, but uh-huh. people would be so shocked by it because this was at the time when everyone was like freaking out about old people eating dog food and cat food because uh-huh. that's all they could afford. Oh, good times. Uh, ain't we lucky we got them. Uh, Noel. Yes. Twisting your tongue. Twisting your tongue. How are we going to make money with it? Here comes number two with a bullet. Pew, pew. Looked up uh, tongue twisters in Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. They list three variations of tongue twisters. They have the... Uh, you know, there, there's the other ones that simple ones that are just hard to physically say because, as I said, they repeat and then change mm-hmm. and things like that. Uh, <coughs> there's one syllable article 
which is a Mandarin Chinese tongue twister. Uh, Mandarin has only four tonal ranges versus Cantonese, which is nine, and somehow it plays those against each other, and it makes things that are hard to say. So is it a tongue twister or really a tone twister? Oh, yeah. I like that. I love this one. Finger fumblers. And they are the sign language equivalent of tongue twisters. Really? Yeah. Uh, Things that are physically hard to do with your hands. And apparently the classic example of a finger fumbler is good blood, bad blood. Can you show us? No. I think it would make for great radio. I did it. If you did, if you did, what is it, a finger fumbler? Finger fumbler. <clears throat> if anyone out there is uh, into the uh, American Sign Language, mm-hmm. do a, uh, a do a vid, post, post it on something for us. We want to see good blood, bad blood in sign language. The finger fumbler. <clears throat> There's also what is it? Do you know what it is about good blood and bad blood that make it so hard? That make it a finger fumbling uh, exercise? No. Okay. It is though. <laughs> there are uh, shibboleths. Do you know what a shibboleth is? That's something Jewish. It is phrases in a language that are difficult for someone who is not a native speaker <clears throat> to like say. Tagalog. Uh, in the Old Testament, in Judges twelve four to six. It says one tribe of the Israelites, the Galadites, fought and defeated another tribe, the Ephraimites. After the battle, survivors were crossing the River Jordan, and Gileadites, who were guarding the river, challenged would-be crossers to say the Hebrew word Shibboleth. In the dialogue, dialogue of the Ephraimites, the word is pronounced with an initial S, not sh. So the Gileadites slew anyone who said Sibboleth. <coughs> Killed him. Those Gileadites. Yep. In the Dominican Republic, there was the Parsley Massacre. You ever hear of this? No. So apparently they were at war with Haitia, uh, Haitians. Haitia. Well, Haiti. Haitia. Haitia. Uh, and... Uh, they went around making people say parsley to pick out the Haitians. Over 12,000 people murdered. Mm-hmm. In London, there was some sort of trade war uh, against the Dutch. And so there was actual war <coughs> out in the seas, but apparently I guess there was a lot of Dutch people living in London. Mm-hmm. Uh so they went around and they had people say cheese and bread to find the Dutch people because Dutch people couldn't say cheese and bread properly. And they murdered them if they couldn't. Would they say cheese and bread? Cheese and bread. Yeah. Cheese and bread? I guess. In World War II, uh, in the Pacific Theater, uh, they made people say Lollapalooza because they thought it would be hard for Japanese people to say. That's just racist. <laughs> but it, it worked. Why do you think they named the Lollapalooza Tour Lollapalooza? I don't know. Do you think it has that anything really to do with that? That was really interesting, I figured, when I saw that. I got to look that up now. Yeah. But they did. They, they made people say Lollapalooza in the European theater. They used passcodes and made people say words with W's in them. 
Because Germans couldn't say W properly. They'd say the. The. So any passcode or anything like that would be like walrus, you know, or wawa peruva. Wawa peruza? Yeah. I don't think they, the, <clears throat> I mean, are, are you, I, am I being trapped into doing bad Japanese accent right <laughs> no, now? No, I'm not. What you're, doing? you're the one fixated. I'm <clears throat> beyond because that. Because the Japanese would go wawa peruza. No, but in, in, I'm saying in the German password. But they have no that. problem saying L's. It's wa. W's. It's W sound like V's. Yeah. So, so the, why so would you, you could tell put them? a password say Wawa Palooza? Oh, so then they would say Vava Palooza? Vava Palooza. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> so I was thinking about the whole passphrase thing, which is annoying. I don't know if you know about this. Do you know about the passphrases? No. It's a, It's replacing passwords. Where you now have to say a, a whole, uh, put a whole phrase in, mm-hmm. and uh, like a, a sentence is your password now, which is freaking annoying, right? Uh, so I started thinking about that, and I was thinking about Siri, and you know maybe you could put your passphrase in a Siri. And then I was thinking about your password, right? Instead of it just letting you into a site, what if it could ID you as you, right? So what if your passphrase, so you ever see that thing in like the New York Times and it'll be like a lingual quiz. I uh, I don't read fake news. Okay, well, just Fox for you, I guess. And they have, like, a lingual quiz. And they'll say, like, what do you call a separation in the middle of a street? You know, a wawapawooza. A wawapawooza or a boulevard or, you know, whatever it is. Uh-huh. And, uh, and, and, then they, and then they come up with an answer at the end and say where you're from. And, man, they're pretty accurate. Right. For me, it said it wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. And it said I was either from New York or Chicago. Ah, <laughs> what was what was the thing that you what do you remember what the question it was, was like 30 questions okay uh so i thought like what was if one you... of them what do you call a large sandwich like a hoagie a hero a uh, grinder. i'm sure stuff like that right you call soda pop right i just uh, soda i call okay. soda you're not a pop person no, I, i'm not I'm a trying pop to, i thought you were a pop person no you just like to think bad things about them. No, that's just a very and Midwestern thing. Somewhere in your head, you're like, people that say pop are bad. No, they're not <laughs> bad. They're naive. <laughs> naive. <laughs> Which I definitely feel like you are. How, how are they naive? I don't know. There's something about that word. Everyone okay. I've met who calls soda pop. Uh-huh. Is it glint in their eye? They're, they're just like, they're a little too fresh. Okay. All right. I get it. So I thought, what if we can combine this... Lingual quiz that would identify where you're from along with a password that you know along with shibboleths that can only be said properly if you are from where you say you're from. Man. So it would truly <clears throat> identify you. you. Right. And you. this would be your one-stop shopping internet security key 
to get you in everything. So you don't need a, a password for every site. You just need to identify yourself to the computer as you. Yep. And then the computer lets you in everywhere. Mm-hmm. You would also, I mean, the beauty of it is, is no one could just steal something of yours. You're not getting no, no use it. North Korea s- hackers aren't doing it. Well, but I mean, just even on a smaller level, uh-huh. no one could like just steal your phone and get in no. to your stuff. They'd have to actually kidnap you as well mm-hmm. and torture you to give them the information. They'd have to try. Well, they, that's what they would do. Yeah. Right. For your, you know, the 800 bucks you have in your bank account. Yeah. That seems like a good idea. If they tried to kidnap you and torture you, though, boy, would they be in for a surprise. Because this is a kid <clears throat> who regularly, for fun, used to stick his nuts in a zipper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were like, I've never seen anything like it. The pain he can take. <laughs> I was going to say something so foul, and I just stopped myself. So <laughs> let's continue on. I just want to toss in. Uh, okay. So here, Lollapalooza. Oh, yeah. I want to hear this. It's been around since the 1890s. Yeah. Uh, not sure where it comes from, uh, uh, but it is primarily the term is used in a way very similar to humdinger and doozy. Okay. So meaning like that party is going to be a real Lollapalooza. Okay. So uh, uh, that makes sense that they would call the concert a Lollapalooza, like it's just going to be this big. It's a hoot nanny. A hoot nanny, loads of fun. Uh, what else did they in in the thesaurus? They have uh, where is it? Uh, Bees knees, cats meow, Cracker Jack, uh, doozy, dream, humdinger, okay. hummer, Jim Dandy, it's a knockout. Hummer. It's not a hummer. That one's got to go. Rip <laughs> yeah. snorter. Can you imagine if you use that one now? Hey, Josh, you want to come over and play some Friday? I'm having a big old Hummer. <laughs> We're throwing a Hummer. Come on over. Uh, come on by, but yeah. you want me to film it? What I don't understand. <laughs> but anyway, there's a little lesson for you guys. Yeah, You coming to the Hummer? <laughs> Bring some cheese dip. Oh, this one's going to be a big old Hummer. <laughs> Um, that's a great idea, Noel. Uh, I like that idea. A lot of money. A lot of money. I think especially uh, uh, for uh, banks, mm-hmm. governments. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and once you're in a corporation, mm-hmm. and like a corporate atmosphere, it could just identify you as you and then all the right. doors open. Yeah. All the sites that you need to But I guess when to. you get fired, having to reset all that stuff. That'd be easy. Just turn that person off. Just turn the person off. Yeah. Because we're all going to be fucking robots at some point. We will be. We're all going to be not. What, what's that horrible movie with Bruce Willis <clears throat> where. Uh, I, Robot? No, that wasn't Bruce Willis. Where everyone has an avatar that's actually out in the real world, so you never leave your home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, lay yeah, down, yeah. and it basically looks like you, but just a younger, prettier version of you. Yeah. Um, and then people like you know you have all the neural experiences of this of this avatar mm-hmm. and I can't remember it was a terrible movie but I, I think it's a reasonable thought of where we're headed yeah it might be mm-hmm. they called people who were walking the streets that didn't have avatars skin bags yeah which is what I would get caught in my zipper all the time when <laughs> hey I was a kid yo. hello. <laughs> Here every Saturday night. <laughs> Call back, baby. That's right. Calling it back. Try okay. the pickled peppers. <laughs> They're in a jar right over there. Pull them off yourself. Yeah. Because that's what everyone wants to do. Uh, 
<laughs> it would be a romantic weekend getaway. Uh-huh, of, you go there with your lady. Uh-huh. Of you pulling. pick a pickled pepper. Uh-huh. You put in some artisanal vodka mm-hmm. that you guys make together. Uh-huh, right. You have a couple uh, peppery martinis. Oh, yeah. And then make love. Yeah. After waiting the six months for your artisanal vodka to ferment. No, no, no. It's already done. Oh, you're just going through the process. You you know what you could do? <clears throat> what? You can have one day you go and you guys do the beginning process. Mm-hmm. And then the next day you go and you do the end process. And so that six months later, someone does the end process to what you did the beginning process to. Just do it like that. Mm. Yeah. That works. A lot of money, guys. A lot of money. Boy, rich. oh boy. Oh boy. 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 Yeah, all those Florida Democrats could <clears throat> use this for extra disguises that they go and vote under. <laughs> that <laughs> killed me when I read that this idiot president of ours is saying this. Did you see some of the things that people sent, like just via Twitter, sending pictures of themselves in their disguises? <laughs> no, I wish I did. Like people dressed up in like the like the worst Halloween <laughs> costume, you know, guy putting on like a, 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 like a mustache. the Groucho Mark mustache, yeah. nose and glasses. Oh, uh, you can vote thing. a few times with that uh-huh. one. Yeah, easily. Cause well, because that's you all can, you need to do is right. walk up and not be recognized. <clears throat> exactly. At the table. Yeah, that's all it takes. And uh, you know, depending on where it is. You know, I mean, you know, uh, that being said, it's like I, I imagine mm-hmm. if someone wanted to, but I can't imagine why they would really want to. Yeah. Come and say like, oh, hi, my name's Josh Rubin. Like in New York, all I had to do was do my signature. Yeah. Right. I, I, I didn't have to present any ID, which is fine. I did my signature. I got my ballot and I put my ballot in. <clears throat> um, but all they needed was my signature. Yeah. On a piece of paper. So, like, if I said I'm Noel Deneen, and uh-huh. fi- at first I'd have to figure out your polling place. Yeah. Right? Make sure I got there before you. Yeah. Um, get online, do the thing, figure out your signature, and then vote in your place. <laughs> yeah. And then when you showed up to vote yeah. and said, I'm Noel Deneen, and they said... No, you're not. Noel mm-hmm. Deneen already came and voted, and then you whipped out your ID. Yeah. It just seems absurd. Well, but not if you have millions of people do it all at the same time. Well, that's because you do have millions of people doing it. What an idiot. Yeah, he's like, an idiot. Like, if you want to throw an election, it's not by people putting on freaking fake eyebrows and going in with an ascot and a fake accent. It's... Someone loses this box of ballots. Someone hacks the voting machine. Yeah. It's not you just, the voters. Yeah. It's 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 not the voters. Yeah, it's not individual voters and in going in. It's like you know you're going back to like the 1800s. Yeah, when it was Tammany Hall kind of shit, where you know, and that's what they're looking at. It's like because people they would just grab someone, put them in a different coat, yeah. and then give them five bucks, and they go in and vote again. Yeah, and they were just stuffing ballot boxes that way. But there's so many easier ways to do it now yeah. on a much higher scale than than this absurdity that are substantially less traceable yeah. than I, I, I just it's uh, I can't I just can't. And you I guess it, the thing that that galls me most about it. Yeah. Because, look, we've been listening to this asshole. Yeah. Spew this nonsense for years. Two years. 
Well, no, prior to his even becoming oh, yeah, president. Yeah, that's true. You yeah, know, this is just idiot. his bullshit. But there are people who believe it and 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 take it as some sort of gospel mm-hmm. is is well, whatever. Whatever, guys. Hey, <clears throat> uh, you know what? If you want to give Josh a, a a reason to live, God, it's gonna really take more than whatever Noel's gonna suggest. No, you can get him on Twitter at GRQ Josh Noel. Sure, email him at GRQ with Josh Noel at gmail.com. Get him on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. Go on iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review. That will give Josh a reason to live. And if you only listen to us on podcast form, we implore you, tune in Saturday night, 8 o'clock, Radio Free Brooklyn, get there early, listen to Art Star Scene, stick around afterwards, listen to Sitting with Gianluca. Gianluca! And then Hellway. 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 Hello, I am Hellway. I am Satan. Listen, <laughs> watch me surf on my hell wave. Yeah, that's right. You guys, right now, you got a lot of money, and you're sick of hearing us. So we got something that'll satisfy both those needs. Josh scares the internet for ways to spend your money. So, Mr. Josh, take it away. Spend that money! Canadian rapper Drake is one of the most fashion-forward figures in today's hip-hop industry, and when he signed on with the Air Jordan brand, he was presented with a special pair of Air Jordan 12s that, in an act of random kindness, he ended up gifting to a woman at a Toronto Raptors game. Obviously more savvy than sentimental, the woman put her sneakers from Drake on sale and made an amazing $77,000. Now that's what we call getting bang for your buck. Interestingly, at the same game, Drake also gifted a pair of Air Jordan 10s, which only made $15,000 when sold. Now that's what's called getting bang for your buck. Yep. Um, And that same thing, but it was just a terrible uh, little bit. But the most expensive pair of pair of sneakers ever sold uh-huh. were a pair of Yeezys, which are Kanye West yeah. branded. Ugly. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, for two hundred grand. All right. Sneakers. All right. There you go. I know a guy it. who works on a on a on a uh, uh, an app that's a, a sneaker resale thing, and it's really incredible. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Noel. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, I think we're getting rich. I think we are getting rich. <laughs> no Somehow we got no ideas. <laughs> we got no time for our rules. <laughs> I don't know how you did it, Josh, but I think. You made your goal of making this our worst show ever. <laughs> well, thank you very much. So once again for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place.